What's up, everybody? This is your host, Hannah Carroll, at Best Life by Hannah on Instagram, and you're listening to the Life Bits Podcast. I'm here to bring you small doses of insight and inspiration to help you step into your power and truly create the life of your dreams. On this podcast, we'll dig into mindset and wellness topics that will help you cut the BS, get unstuck, and live your life on purpose. All you need to do is open your mind, open your heart, and get ready to make the shift into your best life. Let's do this. Yo, I just listened to my podcast intro. I'm kind of hoping you listen to it too, because I like it. And it just pumped me up. I don't know why I haven't been doing that before I record each and every one of these podcasts, but I haven't. This is, you know, a part of the whole learning and growing and doing thing and not when in a way of perfectionism, just doing and moving and growing is that you get to learn as you do and grow and move. You don't get to learn when you don't do. So whatever that thing is that you've been saying you want to do, but you haven't been quite doing it yet, not putting it into action yet, just do it and know that uh, you get to learn and grow along the way. And it does not have to be perfect. That is not the point of today's podcast, but I did just want to throw that out there because it's what came to mind. If you are listening to this podcast, that means that I am on the road from Seattle to Colorado. We are stopping. And when I say we, my girlfriend Lexi and I should follow her at Alive to Enjoy on Instagram. We are driving from Seattle to Colorado and we are stopping in Eastern Washington. We are stopping in Oregon. We're stopping in Salt Lake City, and then we're headed straight down to Utah to visit some incredible national parks, and I cannot wait. I am not, as I record this, I'm not yet on the road. I guess that's a part of being this uh, entrepreneur, doing the I live wherever I want life. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to make this, is that I'm recording this in advance for our Monday podcast. So here we are. Today's podcast is about permanency. Um, The idea of this podcast struck me because I was listening to a podcast by Chris and Lori Harder, which is really incredible. They are business mentors um, and business coaches. So I was listening to their podcast and I wanted to bring the idea of permanency that they were talking about into this podcast. So I've got to give them credit. Uh, look up their episode, Chris and Lori Harder on permanency. They basically talked about this. So if you liked this episode, it might be worth a listen. I'm going to regurgitate a lot of the information that they talked about because it hyped me up and I want to bring that to you. This is the thing with like knowledge and wisdom, really. It is recycled time and time again. Everything that I tell you guys is a mashup of what I learned from incredible different sources, including yourself. So thank you for Um, telling me how these things land with you because that's important. And I incorporate it into my own innate wisdom that I was 
you know, God given um, or pizza given, universe given. Oh God, I hope the dog doesn't start barking. Stella, Stella, do not even mess with me right now, girl. I am recording a podcast. I am at my aunt and uncle's house in Seattle and uh, the dog is a wine writer. Stella, don't mess with me, girl. We're going to move straight along. She's going to be a good girl, right? Anyways, I get my wisdom from all different types of sources. I just had to stop the podcast to corral the dog. (laughs) This is real life, you guys. We do not need things to be perfect in order to be so freaking awesome. We're back at it. What I was saying is I get my wisdom from all different types of sources. And the wisdom that I'm going to shed on to you all and myself today is from the podcast that Chris and Lori Harder did, and then I'm going to throw my own learnings and teachings into it as well. As I listen to this podcast on permanency this morning, it is very serendipitous because I am leaving Seattle, the place that I definitely assumed was permanent for me um, because it is so incredible here, but I'm ready to go and I'm ready to explore and I'm ready to follow my intuition that told me like, hey, go check out Colorado. And I'm feeling that people struggle with this idea of permanency because I'm seeing it a lot lately. So I want to talk about it. Over a month ago, I did a podcast on the human experiment, which is really a very similar idea to this and just something that came up again this week. So I wanted to share it with you once again. So here's the idea of permanency. Us human beings struggle unnecessarily, in my opinion, because we have this idea that things should be permanent. And we have to pay attention to where we have these shoulds in life because those come from conditioning from our past. I should do something. That's probably because society, your parents, your grandparents, your mentors told you you should. Now you feel like you should. And it's not always something that is innate or authentic to us. I do believe that us human beings struggle unnecessarily because of this idea that things should be permanent. We think jobs should be permanent, relationships, houses and cities that we live in. We think that all of these things should be permanent. We are taught to find a job, stay in the job and like climb the corporate rat- ladder and then retire 30 years later. We're taught to find the partner of your life, uh, ASAP, get married, have babies, and stay in that relationship. God forbid you get divorced because we, sh- we definitely should not do that, right? That's what the, the rhetoric is, what we should do. We should have this permanent relationship, even if it's making us miserable. Not even marriages, but dating as well. We are taught to settle down in a city, to find a home. And it's usually like those people that do van life or that are like constantly traveling the vagabonds and they talk about their parents asking them like, why don't you settle down? Why don't you find a person? Blah, blah, blah. All of these shoulds that happen inside of our head because people love the idea of permanency because permanency is safe. If we have the job, If we have the city that we're living in and we're going to stay in, in the house, in the partnership, in the friends, we're safe in the bubble that is the thing that we already know to be. Human beings like what we know. 
human beings like to be safe. So we keep ourselves in these permanent places. And it's the idea that permanency is the right thing to do when it truly may not be for you. This is the old way of thinking that, no offense to our parents, but our parents taught us and their parents taught them, right? That we should get the job, the relationship, the home. And it just might not work for you. So I'm asking you to think about a new way where you can experiment with your life and find out what works and doesn't work and to say no to things, even if you've been in them for a long time, because they no longer feel right, because things don't have to be permanent. And also, if something you previously thought was permanent, let's say a relationship, you're in a long relationship and you thought you were going to marry that person and it's seeming like it come, it's coming to an end, that doesn't have to be a bad thing. Holy shit, I was just with my ex two days ago. We dated for two and a half years. It was so beautiful being with him and truly loving each other from a different space and having intimate conversations and knowing that although it ended, it is still beautiful. It was crazy. It was very enlightening. So I'm noticing that people are struggling with this thing about permanency. And speaking of relationships, I have a girlfriend who is like really in turmoil right now because she's exiting a long relationship. And she keeps saying to me, he was supposed to be the one. And they have a dog together and they have an apartment together. And she's really struggling because of this idea that he was supposed to be the one. It was supposed to be permanent. And while I completely feel for her, like, holy shit, those are some really hard um, emotions to deal with when you did think that somebody was going to be the one. But the thing is, is that, with this idea of it's supposed to be permanent, we really place on ourselves a lot of heartache. And we, we can allow ourselves to say, what if this thing wasn't supposed to be permanent? What if it was here for a season or a reason? It kind of takes that weight off of our shoulders. I have another girlfriend who studied technology, studied computer programming, and then she got a job in that for you know, she's been doing that for five years. When COVID hit and she was laid off, it was kind of a loss of identity because she was no longer this computer programmer. And she actually was really excited about this yoga teacher training and actually got her yoga teacher training. And it was really sad because her parents kind of thought she was wasting her time because that idea that she was supposed to be a computer programmer that was the permanent solution to her life that she identified herself with. So she's having a lot of turmoil in her life because of that right now. What if we had the opportunity to say, right now I'm going to be a computer programmer and I'm going to see where it takes me. It really gives us the opportunity to just experiment, to see what sticks and to move away when it no longer feels right. I have another um, friend who on the other hand is pulling away from this um, idea of permanency, which I think is really cool. She went to law school and was a lawyer for quite a long time. And then she just studied to become um, not a sommelier, but like before you're a sommelier, you have like wine certifications. And it, I think, took a lot of courage for her to say, this thing that I was supposed to be, this permanent solution to my life, which was being a lawyer, I'm going to step away from, or I'm going to begin to step away from by studying wine. 
she got to move past that idea of something being permanent in order to study something that she loves. And now she's like a food critic and she's writing for newspapers and it's so badass and so awesome. Shout out Molly if you're listening to this. I've talked about her several times on the podcast because I'm very inspired by her story. Here's another issue with this whole permanency thing. A lot of the times we stay in jobs, in relationships, in cities for other people. We know that it's no longer authentic to us, but we stay in these things for other people. In the jobs that our parents thought that we should do. We stay in cities to be close to our family, maybe not because we want to, but because we think our parents would be crushed if we left. We stay in relationships too long because we're afraid of hurting the other person. But here's the thing. Universal law tells us that what is best for us is inherently best for everyone in this universe, okay? And you might be saying, okay, how is me breaking up with somebody and crashing, crushing their heart good for them? Um, because if you don't do it now, you're going to do it later and it's going to hurt more then. Or if you don't at all, you're going to be in a miserable relationship and that person's going to be miserable too. <laughs> you see how this goes, right? What is good for you is inherently good for everyone around you, I promise. They might not see it now. They might not see it tomorrow or next year, but they will eventually know. And even if they don't, quite honestly, it's not your problem. The most important person in the room is you. My girlfriend, Sarah Hayes, taught me that line. You're the most important person in the room. And by the way, she just had a baby. So that's so badass. I'm trying to think of her Instagram. I think she's Sarah Hayes. S-A-R-A-H-A-A-Y-E-S. She's fucking amazing. She's a running coach. You know what's funny? Like this popped into my head when I was thinking about this podcast. When I broke up with my ex, you know what he said to me? He said, eventually you're going to have to ground down enough for somebody to love you. And I was like, um, don't talk to me with your ego, first of all. But that's, that's that permanency thing. He's like, you need to stand still. You need to stop going to Hawaii for a month and then jetting off to Colorado, like ground down and allow somebody to love you. And I said, why can't I do that um, wherever I am? And here's the weird thing. Somebody that I am now seeing is kind of like me and actually like doesn't even have a house because he's constantly traveling. So pish posh applesauce. That's what I'm saying. So we're, af we're afraid to leave places. We're afraid to leave relationships. We're afraid to leave jobs because of what other people think. We can sometimes even be afraid of what people think when we change. We're afraid, what will people think if I, you know, bop from city to city to city? What will people think if I switch jobs every year? What will employers think? Oh, is that something that your parents taught you or your professors taught you like you got to stay in a job for a long time because it doesn't look good if you leave pish posh what will people think if I change careers it's definitely something that came up for me I quit my corporate job in the midst of COVID to be in fitness and then amidst my fitness career I hired a mindset coach who changed my freaking life shout out Garrett Wood and I was afraid of what people would think you know, I quit to do this fitness thing and now all of a sudden I'm a mindset coach. What will people think, right? But I did it anyway. And now here I am living my fucking best life, people. Oh my God. And I'm not here to say like, this is literally my best life. I'm like, 
in my aunt and uncle's house right now and I'm on my way to Colorado to live with like five people I don't know. <laughs> like in reality, in my dreams, I would be like moving into my mansion right now. So we're not like a hundo P, right? But we're we're on the path and that's the important part. We're afraid of what other people think and we stay too long in jobs, relationships and places because of other people or for other people. Another issue is that We identify with jobs, relationships, hobbies, places, and things. We identify with with our jobs like, oh, I'm, I'm a computer engineer, I'm a software engineer, or I am an accountant, I am. Whenever you hear yourself say, I am something, that's an identification. I am a mindset coach, right? And when we lose these things, like even places, I'm, I definitely consider myself a Seattleite, although I've only been here for five years. I am a snowboarder. If these things are taken away from us, even relationships, if these things are taken away from us or we decide to leave, our whole world is shattered because we identified with them. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been in a relationship where you started to have your things that you did, like, oh, on Sundays we watch football and, oh, we love sushi. Like we love going on sushi dates. And maybe these things aren't even things that you liked before the relationship. Like the whole football thing, you're like, oh, it's just something him and his friends did. So kind of joined in and it was kind of our thing then. And it's fun, but it's not something that was ever yours. So you create an identity within the relationship. And then when you leave the relationship, you're like, who the fuck am I? Has that happened to any of you? That can happen in careers as well. When we're forced to pivot, if we lose our job, or if we decide to pivot, it's very hard because we our identity is wrapped up in these jobs and these ways of being. We can even be wrapped up in the identity of being the overachiever, the perfectionist, right? Imagine this. Imagine somebody is a yoga teacher and like that is their identity. And then they discover kickboxing, which is like, Bing, bang, boom, like hard, masculine, power, very opposite from yoga. And they're having like a complete identity crisis because of this, right? They're like, man, I'd really like to teach kickboxing, but having this identity crisis of yoga, we, we see our identity as something that is permanent. Being in this relationship, the person we were in this relationship, the person we were in the city that we lived in, the hobbies that we did, the the yoga teacher, right? Or whatever the job is. And then when we're not that, we don't know who we are anymore. So we stay there because we know who we are when we're an accountant. We know who we are in this city, in this relationship, and anything else is uncomfortable. So we stay with that permanent idea that no longer serves us. So, man, this, this conversation has gone in so many twists and turns, but I do think it is so important that we start adopting the idea that things do not have to be permanent. And in fact, I hate to use the word should, but we shouldn't feel like things should be permanent. (laughs) I'm shitting all over myself right now. That's uh, one of the things that several of my coaches have used and taught me is, you know, when you're saying I should this, I should that, you're shooting all over yourself. The only thing you should do is listen to your heart, right? But we really shouldn't feel like things need to be permanent. 
jobs, relationships, places, hobbies. We can shift. We can change. And there's so much beauty in that. Life is not permanent. You can shift and change. And actually, I think that you should. We can't stay in places, in relationships, and in jobs that no longer serve us because of what others think. We cannot stay in jobs, relationships, and places that no longer serve us because we're afraid of what is unknown. We cannot stay in places, jobs, and relationships that we no longer love because we don't know who we are without them. We have to be confident moving forward out into the world with this level of unknown and this love for experimentation that allows our life to be abundant, where we can follow our hearts and we can truly find peace in knowing that when we follow our hearts, that everything will work out, that things do not have to be permanent in order to be beautiful and so impactful and exactly what they needed to be. That's all I have for you today. If you want more of this conversation, go listen to the episode, The Human Experiment, because that is another one of my episodes that I did quite a while back that is really in line with this. Um, as always, if you are interested in having me as a coach, I do mindset coaching one-on-one -on -one and in group settings. And I do have some openings right now. I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, but if you are listening in it's to it in real time. I have two openings for one-on-one -on -one mindset coaching, and I would love to chat with you about that. I do free clarity calls so we can talk about what's popping in your life and see if uh, what's popping in the space between us would make sense. So thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and send this to a friend or a group text if you liked it, and please do leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the podcast grow. Thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you next Monday.